Welcome back to the 18th Century Podcast. I'm your host, CJ. Happy New Year, everyone. I hope your holidays were good. Uh, You had a Merry Christmas, a good New Year, or whatever other holiday you celebrate. I hope it went well. So, uh, kick off the year. Today is our, uh, this first episode of the New Year of 2020 is just going to be a discussion episode about things I want to accomplish on the podcast for the coming year. Uh, some goals, and just where I want to take things. So let's get right into it, guys. So again, yeah, welcome back to 2020, the first episode of the new year, episode 26 of the 18th Century Podcast. I can't believe we're 26 episodes into the podcast. It feels like it was, I don't know, just before last summer when I was pre-recording the first, like, three episodes, I believe. So 26 episodes, wow. What a time it has been, and here's to another 26 or 25, or I don't know how long this podcast is going to go on for, but I hope it's successful, and I hope that uh, you can help me out by, you know, sharing the podcast and such. So anyways, I wanted to talk about some of the goals I have for this podcast in this coming year, or in this new year, I should say, and... I am uploading this first episode in January, as promised. Sorry that it's a bit late January, but it is still January. So, one of the first videos, or no, not videos, uh, episodes I probably am going to make is on uh, Timothy Dexter. He was a man from colonial America, and he lived, I believe, until early 1800s. He was born around the mid-1700s, died around early 1800s. Anyways, um, if you watch the YouTube channel Sam Onella, uh, he recently did a video on him at the time of the recording of this podcast episode. And very interesting fellow. Uh, he was basically the village idiot who became a millionaire. So I'm not guaranteeing an episode on him, but there's probably going to be an episode. It just depends on how much material I can dig up on Timothy Dexter. But until then, I highly recommend going onto YouTube and checking out Sam Onella's video on Timothy Dexter. Now, Sam Onella, he doesn't—he just jumps around history a bit, and he kind of presents his stuff in a comical way. But it's very interesting, and yeah, I never heard about this man, but he wrote a book called. I believe it was called A Pickle for the Knowing Ones, and it was written, here, let me pull it up. I got the internet up. Let me pull up Google. A Pickle for the Knowing Ones. When was this written? Uh, Gutenberg has it. If you've not heard of Gutenberg, they are a great website where they have a bunch of free uh, public domain books. At the age of 50, he wrote it. So, what year was would that be? He was born in 1747. And I'm just going off the Wikipedia page just to do quick research. He wrote it when he was 50, so 1797. That does fall within our timeline for the podcast. But anyways, he wrote a book called A Pickle for the Knowing Ones. And it is a very strange book. I attempted to read part of it, and I can't because the spelling is absolutely atrocious. 
And, you know, I'm not used to reading, even when I do the recorded episodes where I read speeches or uh, other writings from the time period, as in past episodes where I have. You know, it's kind of difficult getting used to that type of language because we don't use it in modern vernacular. But Timothy Dexter had atrocious language for the 18th century. I mean, it was truly bad. Uh, let me see if I can get... find a good example of how bad some of his writing is. And I am uh, looking on Gutenberg.org. So that's where I'm reading it. Uh, Pickle for the Knowing Ones by Lord Timothy Dexter. I'm guessing he gave himself that title. Uh, he was an interesting man. Let me attempt to read the first sentence. Oh, wait, there's no punctuation. I don't know where the sentence ends. I forgot. Yeah, in the first edition of his book, he did not add punctuation at all. Punctuation was added in the second book, except he added punctuation, I believe, on the very last page where it was just a bunch of punctuation marks, and he said something to the effect of, there's your punctuation marks, put them wherever you want. So I'll read, try and read like a line, maybe. So, a pickle for the knowing ones. To mankind at large, the time is come at last, the grat, great day of regosing. Re, what is that why I will tell you, thou's three kings is raised, raised, you mean should know raised on the first royal ark in the world almost not i'm gonna stop there I, he always spells i believe he's trying to say reasoning he spells it r-e-g-o-i-s-i-n-g this is the level of grammar we're dealing with here. And like I said, some of the uh, words are kind of difficult for modern vernacular for us to read, and that's why you might hear me struggle sometimes. But even by 18th century standards, this was bad writing. But it's pretty entertaining. Uh, it's not too long of a work, though. Hmm... It's just a very odd man. But yeah, like I said, Timothy Dexter, just imagine if the village idiot became a millionaire out of sheer dumb luck, and that's the kind of person you're dealing with. Very entertaining, though. But anyways, enough about Timothy Dexter. Uh, some other stuff I want to do. I do want to review some more media. And when I do these more discussion episodes, it doesn't help for the blog because I don't have a transcript yet. And... Yeah, don't want to well I'm not going to pay for it as of yet but when my online income stuff starts trickling in a little more then I'll start trying to get more uh, transcripts done but yeah I will make a couple more discussion episodes this year so once in a while I'll, I'll continue like doing biography episodes on here's basically a 15-20 minute thing on say Benjamin Franklin which I have done uh, mentioned Benjamin Franklin in a couple episodes and I will do an episode on him on at some point and I do plan on making kind of mini series episodes on major events 
So it would be like a part one, part two, part three. For example, like the American Revolution or the French Revolution. Just some things that were really kind of changed the course course of history events. Um, I'm not sure if I'll include biographies as the part or I'll just include the timeline of events yet. But uh, we'll see. Uh, I will be maybe reviewing some books and some TV shows or movies too as regarded to the 18th century. And just a reminder, I am learning about the 18th century with you. So when I present the information and let's say I get something wrong, which is entirely possible, um you know, is my mistake, and I am learning too. This is a learning experience for both of us, and it's kind of interesting. Well, the 18th century was a very interesting time period, you know, just is such a transformational thing in a matter of ideas and such. And, well, you can see my episode back on the uh, Enlightenment era uh, thinking. A lot of, I would say the 18th century is basically the beginning of modern times because you know you got middle ages renaissance i'd say 18th century is kind of the real beginning of jumping into modern thought because a lot of uh ideas politics history technology a lot of that stuff from the 18th century does impact the modern day still and uh, a lot of our current ideas you can trace them back a lot of it back to the 18th century as well, and even further back in some regards. And it's interesting to watch. It's like, oh, this influenced that person, and that influenced that person, and that's why we have this. So it's just an interesting perspective. But yeah, I will be looking at more media too, so movies, TV shows. I'll probably do something on the uh, show Turn, Washington Spies. I've watched the series twice now. I'll probably rewatch it at some point. It's a fantastic series, though it is uh, somewhat historically inaccurate. There is some historical authenticity to it, though. But it's fictionalized history. It's historical fiction. But it's presented in a way that I think can draw more people into the time period of the 18th century. And they do have some interesting takes on the history. And some of the history behind the Culper spy ring is muddled. So they can play around with it a little bit. A uh, very interesting thing with Culper Ring. So when I do, a, uh, I'm gonna start my um, series on the American Revolution. I have no idea when I'm starting these uh, mini series or mini parts. By the way, no timeline on that. That could be this year. It could be next year. I have no idea. I'm not that far planned out. But I will at some point do an episode solely on the Culper Spy Ring. Again, we don't have all the information about the ring, so it gave the show more of a license to do whatever it wanted in some regards. And they did take some liberties like any show or movie would, and that's just kind of expected. But for movies, I'm surprised how few movies there actually are for the 18th century, and there are some. I mean, maybe if you guys want, I can pick apart, like, The Patriot or something, but, I mean, that one's been done to death. I mean, um... If you watch a bunch of YouTubers that go around like the 18th century time period, like Brandon F., he's doing one on uh, The Patriot right now. He has a great YouTube channel talking about the 18th century. And it's kind of, well, more the colonial period from the British point of view. So it's a very interesting uh, way how he presents his information. And he's also a reenactor, too. So I highly suggest checking out Brandon F.'s channel on YouTube. He knows more about this stuff than me. And I have... Uh, I believe used him in my uh, 
referenced some of his work in my bibliographies for episodes. But I'm going to just check a couple 18th century movies. I'm just going to pull up a couple just so I can list some. Uh, Amadeus. Amadeus is actually a fantastic film. Uh, the Duchess. Uh, Barry Lyndon. Why do you say Duchess listed twice? The Madness of King George. Pirates of the Caribbean. Why is... Well, I guess Pirates of the Caribbean is technically 18th century. You guys want me to do a Pirates of the Caribbean review from an 18th century perspective? That might be interesting. Maybe. Well, we'll see how things go. Uh, anyways, so, yeah, and I'll, I'll also be doing books, too. A couple. I don't have a lot of 18th century books. It's just kind of general history and different time periods, but I do have a few books on the 18th century. So I'll be going over a couple of those. All right, how are we doing on time? 13 minutes into the episode. Pretty good. All right, I've talked about this before, if you've uh, watched the updates or listened to the updates as well. But I did talk about creating a Twitter page for the podcast. And I said once we hit an average of about 100 uh, listeners, then I will create a Twitter page for the 18th Century Podcast. Because, you know, we get create a Twitter page, get a bunch of you guys to follow you know, at once, so it gets more traction more quickly, and we can get more listeners, and the more listeners we can get, the more episodes I can put out. But uh, an update for how many listeners we're averaging right now is about 40, so we're almost halfway there to a Twitter page. So, you know, share this podcast and make sure it gets out. If you know someone who likes history or might be interested in this time period but doesn't know a lot about it, you might want to direct them to this podcast so we can grow the podcast, we can get the Twitter page out, and we can start sharing more information with each other, and we can also learn more about this uh, time period. A lot of uh, I'm, I might even eventually start uploading some of these episodes onto a YouTube channel. I'm not entirely sure yet because there aren't a, I mean, I'm probably haven't seen all of them, but there aren't a ton of, um, 18th century history channels on YouTube that focus in on the 18th century. I mean, we got Brandon F, we got Townsend's. Um, I mean, of course, you know, you might branch out to a couple different centuries once in a while or a couple different time periods, but the main focus is the 18th century. Um, let me think of a... See if I can think of any other 18th century history tubers off the top of my mind. And I know Brandon F. and uh, Townsend's. Go and watch Townsend's, too. They have a fantastic channel. They do more day in the life, and their 18th century cooking episodes are just fantastic i mean i've tried some of their recipes and some are pretty good some are kind of bad it's kind of hit and miss with some of the recipes but i think they're pretty honest on how they present the recipes um let me pull up youtube see if there's any 18th century channels i can think of i'm probably missing a couple 18th century History. The History Guy, I think he does a few episodes or a few videos on 18th century. 
armchair historian. He does stuff too. But I'm saying more they're just dedicated to the 18th century. Not a lot, lot larger channels. Most of the channels are the, the larger history channels like Metatron or Shadow Diversity. Great channels, by the way. They focus more on weapons. Same with like uh, Lindy Beige or uh, Scalagrim. They focus more on kind of medieval, somewhat Roman, but uh, more on the weaponry and armor, which is a cool aspect. But you don't see a ton going into the 18th century as a uh, time period chunk. So I might end up uploading uh, these episodes to YouTube and I might do bonus con- content to YouTube at some point, depending on how big this podcast gets. So that might be interesting going uh, forward. Now, uh, I'm going to take a short break, and when we come back, I'll just continue talking about some updates and things I'd like to see going forward with this podcast. Don't go anywhere, guys. I'll be right back. Welcome back. Now, continuing as I was saying before, I'm thinking about, yeah, like I said, media, TV shows, movies, books. Another TV show that I just thought of while uh, we were on the break was uh, the uh, show from HBO, John Adams. Very good show. I watched it once, but that was two, three years ago. Uh, probably will rewatch it again. Uh, it, very interesting to see John Adams. I don't know much about John Adams. He isn't the founder that I focus most of my attention on. My... If you want to know, like, my favorite founding father of the America, uh, of the America, what am I talking about? Of America, of the United States of America, or the from the colonies to, you understand what I'm saying. My favorite founding father, anyways. Thomas Jefferson, uh, very interesting guy. I'm actually wearing a Thomas Jefferson shirt right now, which you can't see, but it's a quote from Thomas Jefferson from, it was, let's see. 1815 a little past our time but still thomas jefferson it says i cannot live without books and uh one of the most influential figures in um the americas uh yeah thomas jefferson a very interesting man i got to go to monticello uh the last summer uh summer 2019 i talked about that i believe in one of the earlier episodes about my trip to um out to Virginia, where I got to see Monticello, Mount Vernon, which I have seen Mount Vernon once before, and um, Montpellier, or Montpellier. I want to say Montpellier because it looks French to me, and I took three years of French in high school, so I'm saying Montpellier, but it's probably incorrect. I, they probably Anglicanized it. So that, um, I also went to Colonial Williamsburg, and if you ever get a chance to go out to Virginia, I highly recommend checking out Colonial Williamsburg, and you want to get there when it opens, because you will spend the entire day there, and the time will just go by like that. I mean, it's really incredible, and they were going to do, like, a drum and fife corps at the end of the day, I believe, but it was starting to rain, so they canceled it, which kind of sucked. But, uh, that was the second time I was out at um uh colonial williamsburg i went there once when i was a kid uh i don't remember what year it was it was probably like 2009 2010 ish yeah around 2009 2010 i think actually it was around 
the year Michael when did Michael Jackson die when did Michael Jackson die 2009 yep I was in uh, Virginia in June of 2009 11 years ago wow but yeah, June, June, or almost 11, June 2009, because I remember there, I was at a hotel and right above the elevator, there was a TV and it said, breaking news, Michael Jackson died. I didn't know who Michael Jackson was at the time. And that's how I just found out who Michael Jackson was by hearing that he died. So anyways, uh, moving on, because this is not about uh, Michael Jackson. But anyways, uh, yeah, I was in Colonial Williamsburg in 2009, and then last year, so 2019, oh, 10 years apart. Yeah, that's pretty cool. But um, yeah, Colonial Williamsburg, very cool place, uh, very immersive. But I remember there being a lot more people there when I was a kid. And it's not like, oh, there's a bunch of, you know. No, it, it was sparse, and I it, this was a family trip. Um my mom commented, because like I said, yeah, family trip both times. Uh, she said, you know, even she agreed that there weren't as many people at Colonial Williamsburg, which is pretty sad because it really is a really cool historical town. And I wish there'd be more stuff like that. And I live out in the Midwest and kind of sucks for me because we don't have much 18th century history. I mean, if you go northern... Um, in the northern part of the Midwest, you got the fur trade, which I might do a video, or no, no why do I keep saying video? Podcast. I might do a podcast on the fur trade at some point. That would be pretty interesting to uh, see. Because my, my uncle and one of my cousins are actually really into the fur trade. Maybe I'll get one of them to talk on here one point. But anyways, yeah, so that's just some stuff I'm spitballing, some ideas. Uh, my, yeah, my cutoff for the episode, or for my timeline is the year, like, 1800. I might go a little over, like, if someone died in the early 1800s instead of, like, the 1700s, for example. Um, at some point, I probably will cover Napoleon. Um... I will cover him up until around 1800 when I do eventually do a thing on Napoleon. I will not do anything on the Napoleonic Wars, though they are very interesting, a uh, very interesting time period. But I will focus more on the early life of Napoleon through, uh, you know, his time on Corsica through the French Revolution. And until, probably until he crowned himself Emperor of France. And I'd probably cut it off because when did Napoleon... When did Napoleon crown himself emperor? 1804. So my cutoff for Napoleon will probably be 1804, and I'll go from his birth till about then, because I don't want to get too much into the 19th century. In the 19th century, oh, man. 18th century was known as the um, time of limited warfare, 19th century, a lot more war in the 19th century, from what I understand, and I don't know a lot about the 19th century, because this is the 18th century podcast, not the 19th century podcast. But yeah, I'll when I eventually do something on Napoleon, I will be covering him from the time of his birth, probably up until his coronation. 
but that is probably a ways off. And like I, well, you've probably noticed a theme. I focus more on the Americas and Britain with some of these episodes, though I do go out further, like I did an episode on Frederick the Great, and I believe I did one on uh, Archduchess Maria Theresa. Yeah, that I did do one on her. Uh, I did one on Catherine the Great. I did, uh, I believe I did a commentary on the show for Catherine, which show was okay. It, it was okay. It, it could have been a lot better than it was. The history, I really wish they would have gotten the history. Well, I mean, they got some parts of the history right, but some of it was just bad. Oh, another figure I will cover when I get to the American Revolution, and I might do a biography on him, is uh, Major John Andre from the uh, British military uh, during the 18th century. He was a very interesting figure that, well, during the American War for Independence, both sides of the revolution liked, or both sides liked him, the uh, royalists, or the British, and the Americans. Uh, both of sides li uh, really liked the guy, and I believe ordering his execution is one of Washington, like one of Washington's like greatest blunders it's considered, because just everyone liked the guy. Um, it's been a little bit since I've read up on Andre, and I think you can get his journal. I think you there is his journal, so you can read online. But I know a lot of people liked Andre, and I think even uh, Major Benjamin Talmadge stuck up uh, for Andre at some point. So, very interesting time point. And I'm just talking, you know, just random parts. History, uh, I'll do one on the... Uh, eventually like the French of the French and Indian War uh, the Seven Years War because French and Indian War is what we Americans call it Europeans would say the Seven Years War I believe well the conflict started here in the Americas but I mean tensions were boiling at the same time in Europe so that'll be an interesting topic uh, I'll probably do a couple more biographies on like uh, some kings and queens like the King George the first second and third at some point, uh, I'll, and as promised, I will at some point do more stuff on pirates. Maybe do like an episode on Blackbeard, or I think Anne Bonny. Is her, what was her name? Anne Bon. Anne Bonny. Yeah, Anne Bonny. And that was way back, that was like episode two or something like that. Way back really in the podcast. But yeah, I'd like to continue making weekly podcasts, but my schedule is kind of mixed right now. I have a lot of other stuff going on, a lot of other projects outside of this. Um, kind of like my day job stuff, which I absolutely love doing. I have a side company I do with my friends. Um, absolutely love working on it so we're trying to build that up but uh this is this podcast is kind of a side hobby right now and i'd love to see it scale though because i really do love history and 18th century is becoming one of my favorite points in history along with uh, my second favorite or you could say maybe tied for first is the late roman republic uh kind of like julius caesar times 
which actually kind of had a bit of an influence on the 18th century and 18th century thought. If you look at, like, the writings of Cicero and all that other stuff, because, like, even John Adams, I know he was a big fan of Cicero uh, on one of his works. Uh, what was it? Uh, like, on Growing Old, I think it was called. It was something to that effect. Anyways, I do have that book by Cicero, getting a little off on a tangent here. Very good book. Cicero was a great writer. And I could see why uh, a figure like Cicero was popular with men uh, like John Adams or the gentlemen of the colonies or of continental Europe or England and such. Because I'm actually kind of surprised that Cicero has kind of fallen out of favor in academics, in modern like schooling. But anyways, I'm getting off topic back to the 18th century uh, I might cover a little bit more or read maybe an excerpt from John Locke's two treatises on government because I do have a copy of the two treatises it's in one book so and that had a major effect on the American Revolution so kind of going back and forth between that it's like okay here's some context for it so when I get to the American Revolution series you can uh see that and I'm not sure if I'm going to examine documents saying oh like here's like the Declaration of Independence you know and here's where he, like Thomas Jefferson drew inspiration from this particular uh, phrase or something from like the ancient philosophers because uh, you can honestly trace a lot of the stuff back uh, what does an oh yeah I might do an episode after the American Revolution on the period under uh, the Articles of Confederation. That is a very interesting period in American history as well. But I should maybe get into a little bit of Canadian history too during the 18th century. And maybe South American history because there was some, there was some stuff going on in South America. And we don't really think too much about South America during the 18th century. Now, another question you might ask if you've been with the podcast is, okay, I'm talking about European and American history. Uh, will I get more into, say, African history or Asian history during the 18th century? Answer is probably yes, but that will be coming down later down the road. And uh, with the African, I'll talk about something like the African kingdoms. Uh, I'll tr talk about maybe, uh, I'll probably make an episode about the transatlantic uh, slave trade. I'll also probably do an episode at some point about the Barbary slave trade because there was a couple different slave trades going on. Both, I mean, all of them were terrible, but knowing the actual history of them is, I mean, it's interesting to understand what was going on during that time and try to understand like what was going through people's heads when they were doing uh, these sort of activities, uh, which were absolutely heinous. But, yeah, uh, that was kind of a dark note, but it is still part of the history and it is something that should be covered. Uh, I'll probably do a couple episodes maybe on literature from the 18th century, some, like, fictional works, and maybe I'll read some fiction from the 18th century and give some reviews on it. And what else is there? Hmm. Music. Uh, maybe I'll make, do a couple episodes on, say, like Mozart 
or other popular composers during the uh, time period. Mozart was actually a very interesting character. He was actually kind of, he had a sense of humor about him. The way, if you don't know much about Mozart, the way, but you've heard his uh, some of his music before, he, the person, like the prim and proper person you would picture who would compose like the music Mozart did, that's not what Mozart really was like in real life. <laughs> Mozart was a bit of a character, and he, he was pretty funny. Uh, I read some of his uh, stuff full translated into English, at least. But, uh, yeah. Uh, so, those are my plans, and like I said, I want to try to do an episode every week, but it's not guaranteed that I will be able to get an episode out every week due to my schedule. So, at some point, I... I mean, I will be trying to every week, but if I accidentally miss a week, know that it's because of uh, something work-related for me, and I I apologize for that, but I really hope that this year going forward will be great things for this podcast. My goal for us is to hit that 100 listener mark, so then I can get a Twitter page and we can start even growing this further, and then we can interact with each other more, and, you know, just share, like, interesting articles or books or videos, you know, talking about the 18th century, and you could probably, at that point, you know, start requesting um, podcast podcast episodes that you'd like to see. I'll still keep the format between, like, 15 to 30 minute uh, long episodes. I know it's pretty short for podcasts because podcasts typically run on anywhere from like a half hour to an hour long. But you, you get bite-sized history for, for the most part for this. Uh, and like I said, I am learning with you. I am not a scholar. and But I do find this period very interesting. So that will bring us towards the end of the episode, and I will get into the outro. Oh my gosh, we are almost 34 minutes in. Alright, so this brings us to the end of this uh, introductory episode for the year 2020. I hope everyone is going to have a good new year, and I really hope for big things for this podcast going forward. And yeah... Uh, if you'd like to support the show, please, you know, share it and leave a review or a rating, especially if you're listening to this on iTunes. Ratings really do help, and so do reviews. Please, guys, just help the show grow. I mean, it only takes like a minute to leave a, like a rating or a review. It doesn't have to be a long thing, but, you know, it really means a lot. And I'm going to continue on with Anchor because Anchor is a pretty cool platform, in my personal opinion, for this podcast. And I think it goes great for the format. So anyways, thanks again. And I've been your host. I am your host, CJ. And thanks for listening to this episode of the 18th Century Podcast.